Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Get on your bikes and ride. That's what we did at Universal Orlando, and we're going to tell you all about it, from Hagrid to E.T. and everything in between. But first, a whole bunch of travel news. And guess what? It's mostly great. Pull down your lap bar and get yourself a Dagwood. It's time to hit the trail with the Gold Key Adventure Society. Guys, does anybody remember how we do this podcasting thing? No. Not really. <laughs> Clearly not. I do. I didn't go on a trip. <laughs> <laughs> Just judging by the issues we're having, we are in trouble this week. Uh, I'm pretty sure we're supposed to talk about our adventures around Universal Orlando Resort last week. But first, we've got a mountain of travel news that piled up over the last uh, last couple of weeks. Um, yeah, and before we can do the news, I think I'm supposed to ask a question. So here we go. I was wondering, out of all the characters that our dozens of listeners probably don't <laughs> recognize uh, at Island of Adventures Toon Lagoon area, which one's your favorite? Popeye is always my favorite. Yeah, I like Popeye. Rocky and Bullwinkle. I like good old Are they shoeless. Again? They should be. I like good old shoeless depressing Dave. What? Yeah, he's that? A, what? from the Depression era. You know, he's lived in a tin can. <laughs> I don't know. Those cartoons. Who reads those cartoons? Come I don't on. remember that one. Yeah, I don't remember that was one. Depressing. Uh Beetle I, Bailey. I always liked that cartoon when we, I was a young and yeah, this uh, a few days ago, Beetle Bailey nearly gave our dear friend Zach a nervous breakdown. We were waiting for lunch at the uh, at Blondie's right there. Were you getting a Dagwood? Yeah, and they have that tent, and it plays a bugle call every three oh, seconds, yeah. mm-hmm. approximately. And he was just ready to. He wanted to go find the the trumpet player and and smash the horn. So he was upset. <laughs> it's interesting. I'm pretty sure he's well well versed in smashing the horn. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I find that the older I get, the more I identify with actually Dagwood Bumstead because he likes to nap on the couch and build giant elaborate sandwiches mm-hmm. with whatever's in the fridge, and that's kind of my that's jam. Fair. So. Yeah, it's no. just a Sunday in the Leonard house. <laughs> well, minus the naps, I miss yeah. naps. Naps well, are nice. That's what happens when you have thirteen children. <laughs> so many children. You can nap when they're in college. <laughs> oh, they better go to college, otherwise <laughs> I'm going to be pissed. Just 18 short years from now. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Well, Phil, Sophie's almost nice. one, so maybe 17 years. You know, we'll get her on the advanced track. She'll be one of those savants that goes to Harvard at the age of 12, and, and I'll be happy. <laughs> Oh, boy. Well, our show this week is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. 
Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. And I'm going to kick off the news this week. I just wanted to say I thought it was fitting. Everybody, I'm sure by now, has heard the news that sadly, um, the Walt Disney Company has announced that across the parks and entertainment division, there's been some really big uh, layoffs. And I think that... uh, just wanted to say, since we're all travel agents and uh, at least some portion of our bills are paid by uh, people traveling to the Disney parks and people listen to our show to hear about the Disney parks um, on behalf of us and on Key to the World Travel, our thoughts and our hopes and our well wishes are with the people who have made uh, made our guests, our clients, uh, visits to the, to Disney world and Disneyland, the cruise line, all those places, uh, so magical and wonderful. Um, it hurts. It's not fair. And we know that, you know, even the people who had to make the decision to lay them off, that's not what they signed up for. Uh, so, you know, no, all all positive things, but we're thinking of you and we appreciate all that you did to make life a little bit more magical. And may this crap be shortish lived and things get back to normal within the year. That would sure be nice. Uh, speaking of things getting back to normal, uh, we experienced firsthand. Jessica, tell us about something that happened in Florida last week. Yeah. So um, last week, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis announced that Florida would enter phase three of uh, their state reopening plan. So this would include restaurants, bars, salons and other businesses uh being allowed to increase to their full capacity. Um, so the reason I'm bringing this up mainly, though, is that um, as pretty much right when this news came out, I and I'm sure you guys as well saw a lot of people talking about how they just assumed this automatically meant Disney World and Universal would be cranking to their full capacity and cramming in as many people as they no. could. And that is not the case. Um, so Disney and Universal are both staying along their path that they've set for themselves for their reopening and they're committed to their, their phases that they're, they're staying with. Um, they, they will be increasing capacity as time goes on, but this does not automatically mean that uh, the parks are now just going to be crammed full of people shoulder to shoulder. So nope, nope, no. So, and they're not relaxing any of their other health and safety measures like mask mandates and that sort of thing. Yep, they're still physical the thing distancing. I think stuff. I noticed while we were there that changed was that magically the last night we were there, it seemed they were seating every seat in the lobby bar and restaurant area, sushi bar. That did seem different from the previous night. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if that was accidental or on purpose. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Disney, no one's really sort of reported that Disney has made any notable changes, so... I think they're they're sticking with their their strict plan, but they're both them and Disney, or excuse me, them and Universal are keeping things sort of close to the vest. So, but yeah. so far so good. So I, I trust them both at this point. Yeah, yeah I don't think they're just going to throw the doors open. Also, there's just not the huge demand anyway. They're not even hitting the the maximum capacity that they're capping to now. Even mm-hmm. even at Labor Day, I don't think they hit it. Right. No, and yeah, if they no. just threw open the doors and dropped all this stuff, it would risk an outbreak being traced back to one of their parks and then mm-hmm. having to close again. So I just don't see them doing that. No. No. Well, not to not to mention even before the layoffs, they didn't have the staff on hand. They don't have right. you know all the supplies on hand, you know, and it's like 
even that Friday night, the the restaurants weren't totally crowded. They don't have enough food to feed people if they were at full capacities. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so yeah. They, like it's, the rest of the world, will likely ease into what they're comfortable with and the crowd flow is comfortable with. Yep. In other Orlando-related news, Heather's got some interesting flight propositions for you. Yes, if your name is Orlando, you can fly to Florida for free, right? <laughs> so many of my friends named Orlando. First or last name, if your name happens to be Orlando, um, Frontier Airlines will give you a $250 flight voucher to fly there in the month of October. Hmm. Can you change your name? Is it, does it cost more or less than $250 to change your name? I was about to say, I think, I think it, it costs probably about. costs more. <laughs> also, they're running a lot of specials right now, so they have sales on their flights to Florida that start at about $39 before you tack on all of the many, many many other fees that come along with frontier airlines. So actually you could probably fly back and forth a couple of times. If your name happens to be Orlando, they what if say, my name is Poughkeepsie uh, fly to there right now. It's just, just <laughs> this Florida <laughs> thing. And it says, you can't just change your online profile. You uh, are going to have to prove that your first or last name is legally Orlando. A quick check with the Google. Uh, in the United States, there are approximately 61,500 people with the first name of Orlando. Interesting. It's, it's statistically the 736th most popular uh, first name in the country. Well, they can all uh, head said- to Orlando for cheap this this this. I don't October. think I've ever known an Orlando personally, other than no. you know, I know Orlando Bloom, but he probably doesn't fly Frontier. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> I feel really bad for all those bit- folks with Orlando as their middle name. They don't, yeah. it doesn't count. Yeah. Oh, you know, it doesn't say anything about middle name. It says first or last name. What about maiden name? And it's specifically a voucher to fly into MCO, the Orlando International Airport, uh, until the end of October. So you got to take a trip this month. Hmm. Uh, if your name is not Orlando, you can still enter a contest to win a package that includes four round trip tickets to Orlando on Frontier, a four night stay at the Wyndham Orlando Resort, a rental car from Enterprise, and passes, this is interesting, passes to the Andretti Indoor Go-Karting and Games Orlando, Icon wow. Park, and Top Golf. <laughs> so you'll have to get wow. yourself into the <laughs> It's the theme very parks. specific people that can win <laughs> not that great of a prize. Yeah. <laughs> But the odds are great, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's only 61,000 other people. Uh, <laughs> uh, guys, have you had a chance to see the video of the uh, new Beauty and the Beast tra- uh, attraction in Tokyo? I did. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, any thoughts about that? I, I just want to say that I want to, that transformation. There is the beast, beast transformation at a, the end. Into a human. Oh my it's God. It's pretty so, good. There is three minutes of awesome ride and about nine minutes of ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that second room where they play the entirety of the uh, something there that wasn't there before song. Yeah. That, that is it that long? Is it? I mean, I, it's, I, I think it, it was like maybe seven minutes or something like that. But the ride. Yeah. The ride's approximately seven yeah. minutes. Yeah. Long, yeah. But it's yeah. it's a lot of filler. There's a lot of you're spinning around the room there. about 15 times just looking at the same thing. So. Yeah, that's interesting well, yeah. that they would usually rides are shorter than you wish they were. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, they definitely do kick it off with a bang with the uh, with the uh, BR guest. Yeah, it was insane. weird hearing that in Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> they were really cramming those uh, words I in. I was just, I thought that was just my hard of hearing. I was like, I don't know, I can't understand what they're saying. <laughs> I'm having a stroke. Well, and <laughs> and the thing that I was curious about the ride because I haven't been on any of their trackless attractions like that, but it seemed like, like you said, Jess, there's a lot of spinning around the room and the rooms felt so empty. Are they all like that? Where it's like just the walls and maybe mm-hmm. there's something in the um, middle and then it's the same system mm-hmm. they use for Ratatouille and, yeah. and rise and rise. That's true. Rise yeah. of Phantom the resistance Manor, or not Phantom Manor. The, uh, Mystic uh, Manor. Monkey. Mystic Manor. Manor. Yeah. It seems yeah. to me that it's a lot of the Imagineers kind of getting really overly enamored with the trackless ride system. Yeah. And Mickey Minnie. There definitely does have to be a lot of space in the middle of the room because those ride vehicles are pretty big and you have a few that are in the room. Yeah, the fun of it is that they're twirling. Yeah. Yeah, I was just struck by the emptiness of those rooms, but the the effects, it looks incredible. So let's go to Ratatouille. does have like some big, because you're supposed to feel like you shrunk to the size Mm -hmm. of a rat. So it's got some really huge set pieces along with Mm -hmm. the screens. If you think about the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, you think, gosh, that's a lot of words. And then you think that, <laughs> yeah, all of the stuff is sort of stuck to the outer walls so that the, the floor is open in the middle so you can spin and turn and lurch and go forward and all that. And I guess they yeah. have to have collision space mm-hmm. or space yeah. for not collisioning. Probably I'm sure it translate as well yeah. to video either yeah i did think it was cool to see it realized because uh, on one of our of the um adventures by disney that we did that went backstage and and went to imagineering we got to see the models being built for that ride and it yeah that was, that was one of the few things they were mid working on that we could get a great look at and they were they were right close to where we were standing and so they had the little I don't know what scale models, but they were that whole ride was laid out on Mm -hmm. like four, eight or 10 foot tables. So maybe two feet off the ground size. And they, they had the top open where they could, they were running like laser lights and doing sight lines and stuff, checking all that through there. It was weird. It was an actual physical model, not a, not a 3d makeup. It was very cool. I've, I was always fascinated when they would show Walt Disney giving you a tour through the model of like pirates or whatever mm-hmm. specials in, in the nineties. I love anything in miniature for some reason. So <laughs> I, I love that stuff. I noticed they did have um, plexiglass between the yes. right down the middle of the little teacups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't yeah, recall like that were... being on the models two years ago <laughs> no. when we saw them. <laughs> Now I hope I hope Walt Disney Company bought a plexiglass factory or something because they <laughs> they're, they're really going through a lot of it. They're really going through a lot of it. Yeah, but it works. It certainly does. It looks it looks pretty amazing too. So check that out. We'll uh, post a link to the YouTube video. And uh, oh, and the intro to it too, where they do the stained glass window and they animated it just like the beginning of the yes. movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool. So yeah, the effects and all in there are just amazing. Yeah, they're definitely good at that. They, they've got the projector thing down. Good. Uh, we've got a we've got a 
official, finally an official announcement of a new attraction. At it's a churro stand. Just yeah. Yes. It turned out not to be mummy dinosaurs, which I'm personally am disappointed <laughs> by, but okay. Is it Fast and Furious too? Yeah. It's Vin Diesel's <laughs> wild ride. More faster, more you furious, to, you sir. To listen to his music while you write it. Um, I've got some news coming up about that during the trip report. Too. <laughs> um, but yep, nope. Universal finally announced that the new Jurassic World Velocicoaster will be coming next summer. Uh, from their press release, you'll board your vehicle for a high-speed dash through the park's raptor paddock. You'll feel the rush of the hunt as you race alongside <laughs> these nimble predators twisting and soaring above the land and water. It's a pretty the, impressive the looking loop. Uh, yeah, I this mean, is it's a roller so, coaster. Come on. This is billed <laughs> as it will be Florida's tallest and fastest launch coaster with speeds of 70 miles per hour in 2.4 mm. seconds. And it will take riders over 150 feet in the air nice. with 80 degree drop, uh, the steepest drop in the park. And it'll include 360 barrel roll and two different launches. Wow. Yeah. Mm. My I favorite part of Jurassic World is when the Velociraptor jumps out over the lake and does a barrel roll <laughs> <laughs> before 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 boomeranging back over the land. I can't wait to experience that in real life. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that scene. Yeah, I, I don't recall that. You must have got up to go to the bathroom. Mm, you did it, it, you crazy son of a bitch. You did it. <laughs> he said totally extreme. Flipped off the camera. <laughs> Brah! He took a sip of his Mountain Dew code red. Right? <laughs> uh, the, the ride will also feature cameos from Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, and B.D. Wong reprising their roles from the uh, films. And uh, In the queue line, I assume? Uh, yeah, I don't see. <laughs> they're just going to be like standing on the side. they put a roof go... over this whole thing. I don't know. <laughs> It's a shame they didn't find something for Julia Stiles. I was to do just going to say that. She's, she's busy selling churros. She's man. always there when it breaks down. She's got her toolbox. Bored. She's ready to go. Um, <laughs> and uh, slung tool belt. <laughs> if, uh, if you're interested in uh, experiencing this, uh, Universal also just released a special ticket deal. Uh, when you buy, you get three days when you buy two days on a ticket ad that will be good through August 31st, 2021. So hopefully. The coaster will open before that goes out. I was shy. I thought it was going to be a slow boat ride, but the coaster <laughs> apparently. They need another one of those. It's going to be a slow boat ride with a with a raptor at the end going ma ewa ma ewa. <laughs> well, I have some disappointing news about all of the flights to nowhere. You guys, there has been some backlash from environmentalists <laughs> who have decided that. Flights to nowhere are, are too stupid. carbon intensive and have no point to them. So a few of the airlines, um, we've talked in, in the past episodes about some Taiwanese airlines, a Hello Kitty plane, and that, that specific airport in Taiwan that keeps doing these. Well, apparently Australia, Singapore, and Brunei had been planning to do the same thing. And Singapore was met with some serious backlash from environmental groups who said that it was really ridiculous for them to be just flying around for no good reason. Singapore Airlines said, well, the reason is that we could have people paying us to do something and we're not making any money right now. So yeah. instead, they've decided to turn their A380s into restaurants. 
So you can go to the airport in Singapore and dine in an A380 with a menu made up of many international cuisines. Each meal will include two free alcoholic drinks, but it will not be taking off and flying around to nowhere. So sad. Hmm. I mean, Hmm. they'd be flying anyway if this hadn't all happened, so... That's a good point, and actually they'll be flying much less with just these flights to nowhere that they had planned, but they caved. They caved to the pressure. But honestly, I wonder how many of these they were selling to begin with. Like, how popular was it? I'm fascinated by the whole thing. It keeps coming up in the news. Just go somewhere. Like, more and more and more of these were happening, and it's just, it doesn't make any sense to me. They really exploded like mm-hmm. just the last couple of weeks. They started having more. I mean, but why we've, we've only people... got about a dozen good years left in us anyway. So what are we worried about at this point? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Actually, less Oof. now. Is this we're uplifting messages. Oh, to yeah. You we're the we're destroying the environment right now. Did Has anyone noticed the, the, the return of everything coated in plastic? Disposable mm, yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm so much for, for those it. turtles. Straws. <laughs> yeah, the turtles, they're not getting any love during the COVID times. Straws are back being individually wrapped in paper or plastic. Turtles better hope they got a cure for COVID in them because otherwise we, <laughs> we otherwise do not care anymore. Luck. We don't care anymore. <laughs> Burn it yeah, all down. Yeah, but something, a cure that only works if the turtle stays alive. Cause yeah, like turtle <laughs> snot or something like that, you know. Mm. Where you just have to milk the turtle. (laughs) (laughs) It's really hard to get to the teats inside the shell, but you can do it. (laughs) The teats inside the shell. That can be part of the New Deal program to help get Americans back to work. Teenage mutant turtle teats. (laughs) I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part to fight the fight the virus. I'm milking turtles. <laughs> it's easy to do. They don't run away very fast. That's a good Stop point. That's true. That. <laughs> uh, well, I saw. I, I I found a new way that you can take a virtual vacation since we can't take the flights to nowhere anymore. Um, and this is similar to something we actually talked about a couple of months ago that Airbnb was going to start letting you book virtual video tourism experiences with B&B hosts where you could hang out with goats on video or watch people cook, like learn, take I'm bartending and cooking of classes. virtual things. I don't want a <laughs> Just virtual go places, people. Game. The world's well, still out there. I got bad news for you, Heather, because now you can book virtual travel experiences on Amazon. Oof. Yeah, mm. um, Amazon. It's it, it's now in beta. They've launched launched a virtual travel platform called Amazon Explore that offers the opportunity to learn how to make authentic Montreal bagels, take a virtual tour of Kyoto's Nanzenji Temple, travel Montreal across bagels. Wait, no back one up. Heard of Montreal Since bagels. when is Montreal the bagel capital? What? New York's like what? <laughs> yeah, take off, eh? The French don't make bagels. Surely the French Canadians don't. They're probably they're probably like Montreal bagels. What with like with like weird seasoning on they're just white bread cut into a circle. 
going to Japan to watch a croissant making demonstration. Maybe, maybe <laughs> it's what? Montreal baguette. Is it, was it a typo? Mm, could uh, be. I don't know. It's possible. Those French are known for that. What? Yeah, but why would you not go to Paris to learn That's how to make true. baguettes? I don't when know. You, well, you're going to Amazon. I guess it doesn't matter where you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, other experiences available include a tour of New York City's Central Park, uh, learning about coffee production in Costa Rica, sushi making in Japan, or the secret to making amazing smoked fish tacos in Mexico. Um, most of these experiences are managed by tour operators whose businesses have been uh, well, erased by the coronavirus. Um, so far, there's 86 of these experiences in 16 countries so far, and they're promising to expand those numbers. Huh. Hmm. Interestingly, the, the Wikipedia tells me that the Montreal bagel, it's a thing, <laughs> but is a distinctive variety of handmade wood-fired bagel that is smaller, thinner, and has a bigger hole. Than a it's regular bagel. Bagel. Oh, I know her. <laughs> it, it sounds like a circular pretzel. It doesn't to me. really sound that appealing. <laughs> Do they still no. boil it? That's it really contains malt, egg, it has no salt, is boiled in honey sweetened water, and then baked. Stop it. Get out of here with What's that. What's that all about? No, I, I think they did it wrong. That sounds gross. <laughs> yeah, they did it yeah. wrong. <laughs> Uh-oh. Smaller, thinner, and denser, and with a larger hole. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. That was that's the bionic no. woman's tagline, wasn't that's it? That's a no from me, dog. Well, anyway, <laughs> sounds sounds like Jeff in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Smaller, thinner, and denser. Yeah, with a larger, with a larger hole. hole. Uh, my hole's gotten progressively larger. <laughs> Oh, I missed you guys. It's good to see we haven't lost any of the, the magic. Magic. <laughs> the charm. Um, ooh, speak. Yeah. Um, well, for a real life uh, tourism experience, just what's happening in Hawaii. Hawaii. Disney's Alani is finally going to reopen. So. Hey, uh, we've got word that they will begin uh, or are planning to begin their phase reopening on November 1st. And uh, not much more news about it, but they've said that they're going to be using a measured approach that focuses on the health and safety of their guests, cast, and community, which is no big surprise there. But I'm sure we're all very excited to hear that uh, they're getting ready to start letting people back mm-hmm. onto the island. Hawaii is finally going to implement their... If you have a negative COVID test, you don't have to quarantine. So I think this has a big, big thing to do with why Alani is able to reopen. So if you can produce a negative PCR or rapid antigen test showing you do not have the virus, you don't have to stay in one place for two weeks when you get to Hawaii. Which was dumb to begin with. If you don't have it, what are we doing? Right. I'm impressed and I was a little surprised when I saw that they announced this because it seems like it wasn't that long ago that they like really locked things down extra tight. They were having, they did. They had a, they had an outbreak happening and they locked down the individual islands. There was no inner Island traffic. You couldn't go to a park unless you were alone. So you couldn't take your kids to the park. You could take your kid to the park alone and set them free, but you couldn't go to the park with your children. Yeah, my sister-in-law, my sister-in-law and her family live out there. And yeah, you couldn't go to other islands. You could, nope. you had to stay on your island. And yeah, they, they definitely got a serious lockdown. So, but glad to see it worked. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Some of the airlines, American Airlines, for one, is going to be testing travelers before they even leave for Hawaii. So they're going to offer um, a rapid antigen test before you board the plane. That so that 15 you, they, minute thing. Mm-hmm. Smart to do it before you get be on the everywhere. plane. That would make sense. Mm-hmm. I think that, yeah, that that's that was one of the things that I was going to talk about a little later is about airlines starting and airports. Now that there is a rapid test that's reliable and available, that's going to become more widespread. I'm ready for that. Well, will be the secret you, to Let's just launch right into it. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Tampa, the Tampa airport is ha, actually started this program last week. And they are offering, it's not required right now, and it's kind of a pilot test program, but you have the option of either getting the full PCR test, uh, which is that nasal swab one where they poke your brain. Mm, no, thank you. And it's one. considered the most accurate test, but it does take up to, 20, to 48 hours to get the results back. So with that one, you would have to go to the airport two days before your flight to get the test. Or they're at, they are also offering the rapid antigen test, which takes 15 minutes. Uh, Both things are a walk-in. You just have to show that you have a valid ticket and will be flying. Uh, You do have to pay for them at Tampa. It's $125 for the PCR test and $57 for the rapid test. So it's not cheap. But they would pay more for the more painful one. Yeah, that's a good (laughs) point. There are some airlines that are starting this too. Like I mentioned, uh, American is going to be offering the, the rapid test for flyers that are going to Hawaii, Jamaica, and Bahamas, because those three places you have to show a negative test result in order to avoid a quarantine. Several other airlines are considering the same kind of option for everybody before they board the flight united announced last week that they're looking into it uh the jfk and and laguardia airports in new york are starting to have test sites um this this thing this kind of thing i think will be pretty key for making people feel safer before if if they if you know if you could say that everybody who got on that plane took the rapid test and was negative then you can feel a lot more comfortable um, so I don't know. It seems like it's it's becoming more widespread and it may be a a, a really good initiative for um, jump-starting travel again. You we'll see not, how it you, goes. They should open up cruise lines and then every single person on that boat is negative test. I honestly think this is what they need to do with the cruises. They need to test everybody in the terminal before they allow them on the boat. And before you even get in that terminal, for that matter, you walk in and like have a have a tent outside when you get off your car or whatever. You get tested, and then they scan you. Uh, they email you a barcode in fifteen minutes with your thing that says you you're good to go or go home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, speaking of moves that might help jumpstart tourism, we've got some news out of Disney Springs that might help jumpstart. Uh, visits to <laughs> Disney shopping and entertainment district there. Heather, you want to tell us about that? So I have, I have to report the sad news that the NBA experience is closing for good. What? Yeah. <laughs> the building is up for lease as of a few weeks ago. Actually, the building went up for lease before they announced it was just a few days ago that they announced all of the staff have been let go and that they are closing. I'm not sure we can blame this one on the coronavirus because that place was 
ridiculous before. I mean, we 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 yeah, talked about it a few. Go. Yeah, we talked about it uh, our visit there earlier this year, and it was. I mean, I still can't figure out who the audience for that was. Anybody who is a mm-hmm. real huge NBA fan, there was nothing new there for them. I'm not sure why they would care about shooting foam basketballs with a slingshot or <laughs> look at the, the locker room experience where you can see what a locker room looks smelled like. Like a dirty jockstrap. Yeah. <laughs> but it is official. The NBA experience is going away. And I mean, now that's a, a pretty that's big a huge space. building. Yeah. They raised Disney quest to build that place. And now it's got a fantastic restaurant in the space, but now all of that space is, is is up for grabs, whether it'll be shopping or some kind of other. Well, the restaurant's experience. staying, though, right? The, city the restaurant works, is staying. Yeah, it, there. that wasn't part of it. It was just right. In the just same just happens to be in the same building, and they did. There was a, an entry, a door that went right from City Works into the lame BA experience, but. <laughs> Oh, no, you did not. It lasted just <laughs> over a year, August 2019 uh, to now. That is, that's got to be one of the shortest lived yeah. Disney and anything. Spent so much money yeah. on it. Yeah. Especially cost compared to longevity. That's, that's it just good. never but, did well. I never saw anyone in there. When we were there, there was a family that came in. It was a dad and three teen to tween age boys and they were wearing jerseys they were clearly like the target demo and they were there less time than we were Mm -hmm. so they paid their 30 dollars or whatever to walk in they were like yeah looking around and like here's pictures of Shaq and whoever and then it's just like now what because literally they had xboxes on a station up Mm -hmm. there you could play like what Just and those little, you know, uh, little like uh, arcade style things where you're shooting hoops. I mean, you can go do mm-hmm. that at Dave and Buster's. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you're going to pay $30 to do it at, <laughs> at the lobby arcade at any of the Disney hotels. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, on the other hand, though, Heather, did you happen to look up how much they're asking a month for the lease? I did not. It sounds like you mm-hmm. did. What is it? No, I was just thinking, though, that the Gold Adventure Society could use a new headquarters. Oh, hey, that's not a bad idea. It's plenty of space. We could just live there. We can just write that off as a business (laughs) expense, right? absolutely. (laughs) Sleep in the locker room. Sleep in, that's great. Cost per square foot there is obscene. I mean, it's probably a few bucks. It's got to be at least $100. Maybe getting less and less lately. Who knows? Probably won't be able to make dick jokes about disney probably not (laughs) speaking of dicks dick jokes jess (laughs) jess do you have some you guys are always expecting this now it's it's i'm not always full of dicks guys all right just on saturday nights (laughs) i had to do something while you guys are having fun in universal (laughs) um so uh i'm a an avid collector of crap um, as my wife calls it, <laughs> crap, I think is, is the technical term she uses, um, of just random pop culture memorabilia. And I found someone who has taken that to a degree that I actually hope I never get to because it's it's basically hoarder level. Um, oh, wow. This is Wild Bill's Nostalgia Center in Middletown, Ooh. Connecticut. And it was created by, strangely enough, a man named Wild Bill Ziegler. 
uh, Udafon. Is that his given name? Yeah, that yes. is his Christian name. Yeah, he got that at his confirmation. Um, First name Wild, middle name <laughs> Bill. Uh, he has built one of the largest collections of weird crap on Earth. Um, it is a out in the middle of nowhere, Connecticut, basically, and it's built on the remains of a 1940s nightclub that was once owned by the mob. Uh, to the Ooh. point that when he bought the the property, the owners, the previous owners told him not to dig into any of the concrete on <laughs> property unless he wanted to have to deal with that. If you know oh. what I mean. Yeah. Wow. Um, over the years, this uh, very, very aging hippie has collected just just amazing amounts of weird stuff that you wouldn't expect you could find this many of. Like 500 framed 3D paintings of Jesus walking on water. <laughs> how many 500 500 500 yeah this is why right. this guy is standing out to me is the the sheer volume of wow. things he's he's amassed um he's got one, there's only one of these but it's a life-size statue of mini me from austin powers wearing a biohazard suit which is <laughs> this is apropos <laughs> for right now you'd say but uh he's got uh eight thousand old sports jackets with their original price tags on them uh a hundred cases of alcohol-free wine made by the grateful dead Wait, what? <laughs> Alcohol-free wine that was produced by the Grateful Dead at one Why time. Why did the owns... Grateful Dead make alcohol-free Isn't wine? Isn't that just grape juice? I'm a, I'm a fan of... grape of, juice. I'm a fan of really weirdly branded celebrity alcohol. Like, the first time I ever got drunk was I stole my dad's collectible six-pack of Harley-Davidson beer, uh, which was, at the time, like, 20 years old when I drank yeah. it. And, oh, I, 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 drank so some, I drank some Billy beer that my dad had from oh, the 70s. Yeah. That's awesome. Shouldn't the Grateful Dead have like bongs with their branded to them? I'm sure they did. Alcohol free wine. I don't have a list of everything this guy owned, but I would be willing to bet he also had Grateful Dead. Does he have a kiss casket? Yeah. (laughs) Um, He had 70,000 Vietnam War protest posters. (laughs) Wow. A working haunted house, hundreds of movie posters. 800,000 old haunted house, a working like, haunted house. Yeah. Where do you store this? Does he have a warehouse? Oh, in no, it's, a, it's just house. this giant open property that used to be a nightclub in the middle of nowhere. I guess the parking lot. I don't know. Huh? Um, hundreds <laughs> of movie posters, 800,000 old pennies packed in World War II ammunition boxes, which may <laughs> explain why we're having such a chain shortage right now. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. A rib from a 65 ton whale. And the PS de Resistance, which is what he basically used to get people to come there, is the world's largest Jack in the Box. <laughs> no, thank you. Sign me up. Yeah, and it, it's. It, I would love to go here. Yeah, it it was. Oh, is that the thing that looks like a? It's it's a giant. It's it's an outdoor robotic head that comes out of a box. It, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 it looks like an old like brick silo yeah i mean it, 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 <laughs> it pushes it pushes the limits of what could be considered a jack in the box but nobody's trying to take yeah. that away so <laughs> so next time you're in, you want. next time you're in middletown connecticut you can't go because wild bill died in 2017 oh no Twist. what did they do what did they do with all this crap his stuff was sold off, and I'm really sad that I missed the sale because I would have. He apparently had trailers full of things that he wouldn't even let people see that they didn't even open until after he died. He had so much mm. just crap. They sold his penny collection for pennies on the dollar, too. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like the grounds and the buildings are still there, and it's over overrun with weeds, so it's probably a nice, creepy place to go. I'm sure there's morning. YouTubers that have been there. Yeah. 
it's probably a real safe real safe experience <laughs> i'm sure it was a real safe experience just when it was running just don't go digging <laughs> that, ja- that jack in the box so yeah that's not that's nightmare fuel yeah especially for you jess yeah i know your clown issues oh yeah and um <sighs> as far as i could tell he didn't have any collection of any dicks <laughs> oh, poor guy <laughs> at least that he was willing to share with the public Maybe that's what was in those semi-trailers that he wouldn't let anyone see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just boxes. That's what was buried under the property. Mm-hmm. We got fixed by the caseload. Uh. <laughs> well, stick around. Because after the commercial break, sorry, Mom. After the commercial break, we'll be sharing details of our recent trip to Universal Orlando Resort. And spa. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your key to the world travel vacation planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Dear Diary, let me tell you all about the week I had. I finally got out of the house and went on an adventure of my own five whole days at Universal Orlando, and it was everything I hoped for. The hotel, the food, amazing. Oh, and I rode on a flying bicycle and a flying motorcycle. Let me start at the very beginning and tell you all about it. Magical harps. That was that was amazing. Can you <laughs> yeah, do that again? You. Hope you'll put in some real harp sounds. Yeah, we'll put a real one in. It'll be much more professional sounding. Well, a little bit more well, professional. Sounding. Come on. <laughs> Let's be real. Slightly, slightly, slightly more professional sounding. Uh yeah, universal. It was Dan got to go on a trip, you guys. <laughs> in fact, he was way more of the trip than Heather and I got to experience since he spent some time in the parks. We yeah, were too busy were... working. Yeah. Awfully busy making sure the rest of us had a good time. That's right. sure, yeah. Did it work? Yeah. Yeah. You guys did. I mean, blew the, raised the bar. For our, one, know, or two, for our one or two listeners that don't work for Key to the World, we had our <laughs> annual conference down there uh, this past week at the beautiful Royal Pacific Resort and spa. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and conference there is a spa center. there. Um, yeah, so let's start at the hotel, actually. Um, I, I yeah, what'd you think? Actually, time, 
Well, that was not the original. That was not the original <laughs> location of the conference. It wasn't even the second oh. location of the conference. It was where we were third moved for the, the third, third time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a, it's a gorgeous resort. I love it. Um, for anybody that hasn't seen it, it's got a kind of a Southeast Asian, South Bali. Pacific kind of, yeah, vibe out of the like 1940s. So is there uh, something about frogs in Bali? There's frogs all over that resort, frog carving. Yeah, I think there there's frogs be. all over Bali. That must be it. <laughs> when you, yeah, from the second you get there. Yeah, when the you walk in, there's a bridge covered with these frog sculptures where they're all playing instruments and things. Or yeah. fishing or... Oh, yeah. Yep. Playing yeah. Mahjong. So it's kind of like Splash Mountain, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, The agent Splash Mountain. Yeah, I really like the aesthetic of the hotel is that it kind is of gorgeous. like slightly, slightly decrepit ancient ruins meets like the... No, they're like the outside and they've got like the old looks like mm-hmm. temples and stuff. Yeah, yeah no. Um, it's, it's a gorgeous hotel. They've, they've updated it. I stayed in there several years ago and i liked it fine but it, i wound up falling in love with the hard rock and never going back to stay there and i'm glad we did we weren't thrilled that we had to move over there we were originally trying to have it at uh, sapphire falls after uh, having moved from coronado springs because yeah and of then the they NBA. closed that hotel and moved us here and everybody all of our people that were attending were excited because we were now at a, a deluxe resort so we had the uh unlimited Express Pass, which is a great feature with the the three legacy deluxe hotels there. Um, so everybody was happy hotels. about that. And that, that yeah. resort's really pretty. And they have a great, big, beautiful lobby bar slash sushi bar mm, there that if you I can ever so, get someone to so come wait sushi. on you, would be great. <laughs> yeah, that that the the center, the bar in the middle it's of that beautiful room, with that gorgeous huge that chandelier. chandelier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah they've recently redone... <laughs> Excuse me, redone the whole lobby and put in that huge chandelier and it's all it's open and bright and really pretty. And the sushi bar has always been fantastic. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of sushi this that we week. Ate, we <laughs> ate sushi twice in there. I, I was about to swim out of that thing. <laughs> I'm really disappointed, guys. Why didn't you tell me that there's a croquet court there? I didn't find mm-hmm. out until the way yeah. down to the closing reception on the last day. I didn't find out until <laughs> this moment. Where is it? It's near the... Somewhere near over by the, the Luau Pavilion. Oh. I think yeah. it's back behind the Luau Pavilion. I had yeah. no idea. I think that's the yeah. national sport of Bali, right? Yes. I I'm thought it was high alive. Yes, I have no idea. <laughs> Mahjong. Yeah. <laughs> I would like a highlight cord in there. That would be fun. What is highlight? Yeah, yes. Where they uh, just that curved wicker basket thing that you sling a uh, sling I thought a ball that, with. I thought that was um, kind of like the Tron game. Oh. Yeah, it's the fastest sport in the world. Highlight. People die playing it. Yeah. That's 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 people they play that in Miami. They, they gamble like a, on it all over Florida. Huh. It's like dog racing. Is that yeah. like is it like lacrosse? No, it's uh, two guys, and they sling this. It's kind of like racquetball meets oh, uh, that oh, game okay, from Tron. Yeah, okay. <laughs> now I I can picture it now. All right, it's sort of like a curved. Yes. Uh, like what your kids play within the backyard, yeah. but bigger and more fast. Huh. Yeah, it's and like a hard. The wooden point ball. of it is, is to catch the ball and not have it hit you in the head. I'm not sure. The point of it is to gamble on it. 
Yeah, I think you bounce off the wall and try to make the other person not catch it or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I don't know. It's one of those inscrutable sports like that's next week cricket entire show topic. Highlight. Highlight. <laughs> Deep dive into highlight. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking the show in a whole new direction. Uh, Weird talk. sports played around the world. Sports talk with four yeah. of the non sportiest people we know. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so what did you think yeah. of the of all the the health and safety stuff around the resort it's very similar to disney but they have a few things that are different what was your impression uh i i mean it was great i felt really safe all the time uh you know the checking in in the morning with you to get your temperature checked i do the- love that about universal's mm-hmm. procedure that's great they should for anyone that doesn't do that know everywhere. as soon yeah. as you uh when you wake up every day you can go to any of the entrances exits of the hotel and they've got a um security guard type of person that takes your temperature and gives you a wristband and once you do that you can travel freely from the hotel to the parks to city walk to any of the transportation options and all that without ever getting checked again never having to do no. it again i like that so much better after my last trip to Walt Disney World was in August, which is a little warm in Orlando. And uh, actually, it was the day that I recorded the podcast in the because we were staying at the Contemporary. And I sent my family off to Hollywood Studios and I recorded from the hotel room. Well, I drove from the Contemporary to Hollywood Studios to meet them, which is a very quick, you know, it's maybe a five minute drive. And when I got in the car, it was approximately 9,000 degrees in the car. <laughs> and I made the mistake of not sitting there and waiting for the air to cool down the car. I just got in and drove, parked, walked up to Hollywood Studios, and they took my temperature. And she's like, oh, we need to check behind your ear. Took behind my ear and then said, follow me Time to the for cooling the internal tent. probe. Oh. Yes. And I went... Oh, and at the time, I'm like, why is my temperature up? I don't understand. (laughs) Why am I? Why did it? It was a short walk from the parking lot, but it was a really, really hot day and the car had been extremely hot. So they took me into the tent and you sit there. There's fans all over the place. They hand you a, a glass of water or a paper cone of water, I should say. And as soon as you're done drinking the water, they check you again. And they did. And I was clear and I got to go in. But that's when it occurred to me that was why is because the car was so hot that it raised my core temperature while I was in that short car ride. And you don't have that same situation at Universal because you you've gotten checked at the hotel. You have your your wristband. And if you're, you know, on a hot boat ride to over to City Walk or whatever, you're walking like if you walked from Royal Pacific over to City Walk, it's a long walk and you'd get I really would, hot. I would die. Yeah. So you don't have that. They don't they don't have the need for those that that extra step of the of the cooling tents because they're just, you know, they're clearing everybody indoors in the air conditioning. If you've got a, yeah. if you're if you're too hot indoors in the air conditioning, then you probably have a fever. I don't know why Disney hasn't gone to that. They could have a. You know, a line for people that don't have wristbands and a line for people that do. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it, it makes sense. Um, uh, speaking of the boat rides, I, I like the way they're loading the boats. They, they're running enough that it doesn't matter that they're at 
half or less capacity. They're skipping, yeah, skipping benches. They just had one after the next after the next. That morning we were all heading over on Saturday morning. We had a huge group of 80-something people that we were all going at one time, plus the regular hotel guests. All wearing masks. All wearing masks. And (laughs) nobody, you know, nobody was late. It was just boat after Mm -hmm. boat after boat. And as soon as one pulled away, another pulled up. They're doing a great job with that. Yeah, they're great with that. And they also seem to have more hand sanitizer. The hand sanitizer stations are closer together than the mm-hmm. trash cans at Disney, it feels like. Well, like and every, they make yeah. you put on feet. hand sanitizer before you get on the ride. Disney doesn't make you yes. do it. It's voluntary. But at Universal, there is a team member who is sanitizing your hands before you even get on that ride. And I love yep. that. Oh, and fun fact about that. I was wondering, and I didn't get a chance to ask anybody. So one of our, uh, uh, one of our agents, uh, gave me some information. Hannah Gribble told me that in, uh, the wizarding world of Harry Potter, um, at, uh, one of the wizards at the forbidden journey ride said that this, that the hand sanitizer is dragon spit. I was wondering what, I was wondering what the wizards called hand sanitizer and, uh, and at the leaky cauldron, they call it muggle sanitizer. So muggle sanitizer. I like that. Yes. So That's the fun. wizards are the wizards are even staying in character when it comes to health and safety That's for fun. I like that coronavirus. Are they so, still um, um I for our listeners I did not I was planning to go on this trip and then at the last minute had a uh, family emergency come up so I didn't get to go but I'm curious are they doing the um 3D glasses still on the rides? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, they they sanitize them. Yeah, I mean those are already a big been... trash can and they probably they don't have them out in bins where you grab them now. Oh, okay. They they, yes. they hand yeah. them to you uh, from a guest member who's wearing gloves. Yeah. Yeah, I only did the one. I only I only did Spider Man. Mm-hmm. So Dis- Disney has really gone good, to but. that model too, where they hand you the glasses instead of letting you pull them out of a bin yourself. Yep. Come all for uh, that anyway. See, so I'm trying to think. Uh, in between the resort. And the parks is city walk. Mm-hmm. Let me what, say oh, one just, thing. Just, I had a point that uh, talking about the difference in uh, some of the social distancing and all that. They have the quick serve um, little thing in the lobby of the Royal Pacific Hotel, the and they tuck, have tuck they have a they have a just a grab and go thing that's pre wrapped hot sandwiches. It goes really quick. They were great breakfast sandwiches. They had sandwiches all, and then cold case with sushi and all, all of it pre packaged. You do your physical distancing, but they had the uh, Coca-Cola freestyle machine that you could use because you're not, nobody's lick. I don't know why they have You're not licking the machine or, yeah. And you're using your refillable mug, which is much better. And you have to be wearing a mask, so yeah. you're not spitting you're all over it. A mask. Nobody's slobbering all over anything. They still have that, and I love that because Disney now, you just wave that you have this plastic cup that's supposed to be refillable, but then they're handing you a crappy pre- done drink mm-hmm. with not enough ice for me. I hate it. The whole thing at Disney's kind of foolish. And it's it goes back to what we were saying about the who cares about the earth right now is they're mm-hmm. <laughs> handing you a pla- a paper cup every time you want to refill your mug. Yeah, and I was super pleased to see the self-serve freestyle machines mm-hmm. back. Because or I think that's there. a little in bit the parks of, as well, yeah, not just in the hotel. It's a little lobby. bit of theater with that. No, you know, if you're wearing a mask and and filling a mug, you're not spreading anything 
And they do have sanitizer wipe stations right next Mm -hmm. to the freestyle machine. So if you want to, you can Mm -hmm. sanitize the touchscreen. Most people weren't. Some people were using their elbows, Uh, but uh, I did notice in the parks that they like where they have a few of those machines right next to each other. They'll have, say, Mm. the one in the middle blocked off so that you're not standing right next to someone who's not in your group. I saw many, many times the cast or team members, they call them there, wiping down the screen and everything. They're doing a great job of keeping Mm -hmm, everything. Definitely. Yeah. And those were some of the things we noticed in, you know, we were the first conference back. They have not had a conference there since March. And so uh, they had to, you know, completely rethink the way they have conferences and the hotel and conference staff handled it. Great. Mm -hmm. They, our tables, we, you know, we had tables that ordinarily would seat eight people, only seating four. So everybody was. And this is a apart. huge, you know, tin top, eight foot a table with four people mm-hmm. at. So everybody's yeah. plenty and, far away. And then all of the the meals were handled really well. Fewer people at each table. There is no buffet anymore. They were all everything was served to you by. Um, uh, an employee who was behind plexiglass mm-hmm. and then things that then they did grab and go for things like salads and desserts, which I think it made the process made go much so faster. Fast. Cause watching yeah. mere muggles use a, a tong <laughs> to make their own salad. It's like yeah. it, no one has ever used a tong yeah. before when you go to these guys. Or you have people who are digging through the, the salad to yes. make sure there's no tomato or whatever the in there. Yeah. Yes. And they just take a long, long time. I love all that grab and go stuff. And I wish more of the quick serve places at all the hotels, Disney and Universal and everybody had that kind of thing where you just grab a a Mm -hmm. hot sandwich ready to go. We had our opening reception. They had a charcuterie station and it was little boxes. Mm -hmm. That was everybody's portion of each, some of the cheese and some of the meat and crackers. All in a little box. And, and you I just had 17 it. of those little boxes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one other thing I wanted to mention at the hotel at the Tuck Tuck Market there, uh, a treat that was really good. Um, they have their version kind of like the uh, the fancy Pop-Tarts at uh, Toy Story oh. Land. They call them Tuck Tarts there. Ooh. And they've got the sweet ones, but they have a savory one. I did not is- see this. It's bacon mac and cheese filled, Stop and then it. on top, on top they put they put the shredded uh, cheddar cheese so that when they bake it, it crisps. Oh up. no! And How did we miss o- that? They're only four bucks, so it's like the perfect yeah. price. It's the perfect snack size for. I got I had it in between lunch and before the reception the first night, so it's like the perfect amount to pay yeah. over. It was oh, and they had sweet. They right have now. sweet versions too. Mm-mm. Yeah, they had fruit filled. Were those, uh, those were those a hot pie. grab and go thing, or would you order them? You ordered them at the counter. That's right why next we to didn't notice it. There. We were very important people on our way to business meetings. Mm-hmm. We just grabbed things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were they're they're worth a stop at the Tuck Tuck. That sounds delicious. Through. Tuck yeah, tarts. Really good, so. hmm. Yep. Um, <laughs> some other things I tried for the first time. I did get to go. Uh, my wife, uh, Kendra, gave me a list of treats that I should try from different places. Mm, so the first... I, I saw she recommended that disgusting shake from Toothsome. Yeah. Jeff and I <laughs> we, saved you from that mistake. The key lines? Yeah, the we made lime. an audible on that no. one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, we, so we went, we went to Toothsome. 
Ugh. Yeah, no, I mean, she's never been there, so she didn't know. But but first, I wanted to talk about the burger I had because I, oh, I like talk interesting to me about burgers. your burgers. I saw this photo. You guys, but... yeah, have, have you ever ordered a burger and then wished that you had ordered the meatloaf dinner instead? Yes, yes. Yeah, well, you don't have to have that regret when you eat a toothsome because you can get a burger that's got a pile of mashed potatoes and some gravy and a little piece of meatloaf and some corn sprinkled on top mm. in between. On uh, the burger? On the <laughs> burger. So there's still a burger then, patty involved in this? Yeah, there's still a, burger a third pound and burger patty. <laughs> and, and a bun, so more bread. And the bun. <laughs> uh, the, the bread was actually a little dry, so I took it off and just kind of ate it. Every time I eat it... Uh, uh, to some the burger buns are stalish. Yeah. They should make the yeah, meatloaf the, the burger bun. buns and just put the burger in oh, between yeah. mashed potatoes between two meatloafs. Yeah. Wow. Like the yeah. double down that old chicken sandwich. I was oh, gonna yes. say that sounds like that ridiculous Kentucky oh. fried chicken thing. <laughs> I ate that thing. I loved uh, it. <laughs> I had braised short ribs and cheddar grits at Toothsome that were Ooh, Yeah, they've amazing. got some really fancy food there. Yeah, it was great. That's not really good. But yeah, so that that burger, I, I almost passed on it because it sounded just a little bit too much. But then I said, when are you, I mean, when are you going to get I've never said before in my yeah. life. <laughs> so so I went for it. It was good. And also, I had you the, went uh, for a run that morning. So you deserved that true. burger. That's true. I'd be more impressed if you went for a run after that burger. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it would be a little trail. (laughs) (laughs) And I dodged a bullet on the key lime shake, and I got the uh, Java. Uh, Much better choice. Coffee, coffee mocha thing that they always check to make sure that your shake is not made with sour cream flavored ice cream. Yeah, that's weird. It's basically just frozen sour cream, and no one wants that. Yeah. I've had that before, but my fridge was just broken. Yeah, I don't want that. And then the next night we ate at Cowfish, which was always, always a good choice. We went for the all-American double bacon cheese burger gushi. Burgushi. Yeah. Burgushi, yeah. The the waiter was very excited when I said the full name, and it was delicious. I think that I prefer the crunchy outer wrapper as instead of a burger bun. Mm. Every time, no, mm. I don't eat it. And they had—I didn't know that they have a pulled pork one that is, oh. was also delicious. Zach, my uh, dining companion, got the pulled pork, and it was pretty good. And they gave me a nice, uh, stiff, old-fashioned there. <laughs> the cocktail. Where it went. Hold the tail. <laughs> no, it, it was good. They called it. Uh, they called it a. Uh, um, what do they call it? Oh, uh, bacon and, and buffalo because it has a stick of candied bacon oh, yeah, in it for garnish. Trace, right. Mm, yeah, it's buffalo trace bourbon. Yeah, I had that. With, yeah, it was a pretty good. It was a pretty good drink with the bacon in it, and then you had booze. All bacon my drinks should have at the end. products in them. <laughs> that's fair uh, yeah so um like uh, sir this is a mcdonald's we don't do that dan did you try any new rides on this trip i feel uh, of like course there's I a did. video of you that should go on the facebook page oh i haven't seen yeah that. i i've got to rip it from a dvd because the only way you can buy a video still what? is on dvd who can play so a dvd you guys just put this on thumb drive uh, or, i have it kendra sent it to me, to me. Oh well, yeah, she videoed it oh, with her phone. Oh, she t- she recorded it. <laughs> yeah, with her we phone. we were watching the DVD. Oh, yeah, uh, we'll share it. So they gave you a so, DVD. I didn't. Re- I've never bought the video on Rip Ride Rocket, so I didn't realize they sent you. Oh, they, a they DVD. should send you. They all have a VHS tape. Yeah, 
you got to order the DVD and then come pick it up later. Oh, that's when lame. When they're done burning it. Yeah. So uh, we, um, we did the early entry and got right on Hagrid's first thing. What'd you think? We... Oh, that was incredible. I loved it. I got to sit on the motorcycle side and it was great. I forgot to take my hat off and I caught it in mid air oh. over my head. And then I giggled like a little girl when you go on the vertical thing and stop mm-hmm. and go backwards. And then I giggled Spoiler like Jess alert. when you stop and nope. do the other amazing thing. Do the thing other that thing you do. that's a secret if you haven't ridden it. <laughs> I haven't ridden yeah, it. Yeah, that part. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Jess. Yeah, You'll get, get you'll that. really giggle at that part. So I giggle at uh, yeah, all. That was great. <laughs> I, love, I, know. I, I, I do too. I just, I'm like, a, it's a girly giggle too. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, a, it was a joyful experience. So I loved that. And then we uh, went and took our group picture and went back into Universal Studios and I rope dropped Rip Ride Rocket. Nice. Uh, the first time I wrote it, the music wasn't working, so the agents that rode with me kindly pointed that out to the team member on the exit platform, and they said, oh, you can go ahead and go write again if you want so that you can get it with the music. And I said, I don't know if I want to write it again. Yes, you do. With the music, <laughs> but I was informed that I did want to. Yes, and not only did. that, but they uh, they very kindly asked the loading team member to put me in the front row. Oh, oh I love uh, the these second people. Ride around. Who are they yeah. so that I may say? Send them a thank you note. <laughs> what, what, what song did you choose? Uh, I went with uh, Motley Crue's Kickstart My Heart. Nice. One. That's I, a good one. Was, That's respectable. It was an excellent jam for the ride. So, uh, And you know what? The first time I was asking why I was doing this the entire time up the lift hill, but it, it went so quick. And even the second ride when I had nothing but blue sky in front of me, I... I didn't mind the lift hill so it's much. It's a little that. terrifying, I will admit. Yeah, it was a it little feels terrifying. A little like the first you're going to slip out behind you. Like, yeah. you feel yeah. like you're leaning. You're not. And that's, you're not, that cannot but happen. For but it does. For some reason, you feel feeling. like it. I spent the entire time up the first time pulling, trying to pull my restraint. That's one of the smoothest, sure. most comfortable <laughs> roller coasters, though. That, that, it has yeah. that hyper coaster feel to it so it's all very very smooth not bumpy at all does not i some of these rides kill my spine but this one does the hulk beats the crap out of me still even the new but uh, uh that one is really really smooth yeah it was really well, smooth if, i liked it I, I really like uh, that rip it from the video i have no problem posting <laughs> <laughs> the recording yeah, we'll of the, the tv We'll it's get good. the full quality video. That would be was, wonderful. So apparently, yeah, one it, of the songs you can choose is "Rainbow Connection" by that's Kermit not the, the Frog. Secret that, menu. That's a secret. I haven't ever done it, but I, uh, nor do I think I want to. It's like the lamest song <laughs> in the world. It is, but that's it's the irony. It's, you can yeah. choose "Afternoon Delight" or "Don't Go Breaking My Heart." Or something. <laughs> yeah, my favorite. I like to go with "Sabotage" by the Beastie Boys. That's a good one. I like uh, "Paralyzer" by Finger Eleven. That's a good one. I'm not listening to anything called Paralyzer on Rick. Paralyzer. Rick. <laughs> <laughs> While you're on a roller coaster. No, I, I'm not going out like no. that. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Decapitator is my other favorite. Oh, <laughs> That's no. my water park ride go to. Walking funny for a week by the. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so the other. <laughs> Anal Fishers. <laughs> That's my favorite song. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> that's a song i don't even know what just happened what's going on that was the biggest leap ever taken on this show <laughs> jeff just wanted an excuse to say that phrase that's too much for me man just a fun word 
<laughs> and Jess talks about dicks on the reg. So. <laughs> talks about um, dicks on the reg. That's new t-shirt idea. TM, TM. Dicks on the reg. <laughs> Gold Key Adventures. Um, <laughs> back on track. We, uh, I stopped and had breakfast at, have you guys stopped at the crepe cart at, in yeah. Universal Studios? Mm-hmm. I love that. Dude. Never dude, I love, a, I love a crepe. Where's that? Lemon blueberry. <gasps> it's, Ooh. it's, uh, it's near where, uh, it's near the, um, where Marilyn Monroe sings at mm-hmm. the monster. Oh yeah. I'm always in that line to get a beer right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, lemon blueberry. Crepe. Yummy. I love me a creep. Unfortunately, they take a long time pre- to prepare. So does, if you yeah, want one of those, plan you, ahead. You need it fresh. You don't want a stale crepe. Crepe. So, so they we make waited. It, that would be probably a good 40 minutes in line. Oh, to get 40 minutes. Crepes. Oof. That's a lot. Yeah, That's a lot. There was a bit of a line, but uh, it was worth Well, it was pretty much worth it. And uh, yeah. Mostly then, uh, worth it. <laughs> yeah. Did Julia Stiles then, overcook it? <laughs> did you go to the born stuntacular is what i want to know and could you oh. see the line where reality meets whatever not reality <laughs> I'm, I'm sad to say that we did not find make oh, time for the born damn. stuntacular i wish that i had we did go straight from the crepes to uh e. i was gonna say right? you rode et you made Instead time for that of the born stuntacular priorities team. we were we were team et it kind of felt obligatory oh. plus i love the et right i'm glad you so. did it without all right that's i fair. was hoping you would still do it oh yeah oh yeah there was no way we were missing out on that um i will happily miss uh, out the on rest, that each the rest time. of that it was kind of a standard visit to um to Universal Studios on that side of things. It was a little bit more crowded. Weekends because draws in the locals. The weekends with the locals plus the opening of the haunted houses. Mm. Um, yes. Did you do one? I we didn't make the time for that either. They were I was having problems with my app. It didn't want to connect my ticket, so mm. I couldn't get in the virtual queue. Yeah, the virtual queues are are key for the haunted houses. And I think it was the only way you could get in. Mm. At yeah. least uh, did any did any of you they've guys done do a go, we we had uh, well yeah, quite a few know. people did them and um, they've done yeah. a great job with them. They basically the only difference is that the scare actors are behind plexiglass. Yeah, so they're the, not really jumping the, out the boo holes right in covered. your face, but yeah. they still are. They'll still you know the the boo hole will be empty and then suddenly they jump in and, and, and do apparently the jump they're scare. using the plexiglass to great effect because they're banging on it, banging oh, on yeah. it, yeah. I was talking yeah. to another agent who was at the conference and she said that they also had to sort of keep that spacing perfect. They have team members yes. in sort of the, the the walkways sort of keeping you spaced and making sure you don't run into the next. Yeah. And we've talked smart. about before how they've always had those team members there because they like tell you which way to go right. and how that, how that was kind of lame. But what's what makes it great for in this case is that because they're keeping that spacing they're you're keeping the spacing of the scares so you don't really go through the house and on and, and miss the timing yeah because they're keeping the group mm, spaced nice. apart every group is getting the scares which i think is there is were a great. couple of times when That's we better. went last year to the uh, just the normal halloween horror nights that the timing was just off mm-hmm. in certain houses so you you knew what was coming because they would jump too soon between groups or whatever. Or they would jump after you had passed. I mm-hmm. made it through the 
it was the that Roman one with the birds and the gladiators. Mm, birds of prey. I made it through that entire house without being scared once. And I was like, well, that was dumb. <laughs> and it was yeah. really mostly because no, there the were no scares. The timing was bad. I kept hearing people screaming behind me or in front of me. I'm so I, glad they're doing this daytime experiment with some of that. Maybe mm -hmm. that'll could be a permanent thing to give people a taste for what you could come back and pay for, you know? That's a really That's good a good point. They, yeah. If they ran a few of the houses during the daytime, uh, that could also uh, help with lines at night when they close for mm -hmm. the whole experience yeah. if, some of the, yeah. if some of the folks saw them some of the wussies yeah. who don't like the scare zones could go during the day <laughs> yeah that wouldn't be me yeah. <laughs> um, i love getting scared it's my favorite <laughs> you have your own scare zone anytime Maury you walk Bovich. with jeff i do i really do it's yeah he's, yeah he's a walking scare zone Mm -hmm. So, since it's located near where the haunted houses are, I said earlier that I had an update about uh, the sequel to or to the Fast and the Furious attraction. Yes, yes. So, this past weekend, let's go over the list of things that they shut down. Kang and Kodo's Twirl and Hurl yep. Spinner Ride, open. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, the Barney Theater is not open, but the way they're doing the Barney meet and greet, they've got a stage where he does his stage show. And they come out and they sing a song with the kids. Oh, thank so God. I'm count, God. So I'm going to count that. So I'm going to count that as I'm going to count that as open. Sure. Over at Islands of Adventure, they shut down Storm Force Celatron. That one is open. However, <laughs> Fast and Furious, still closed. Interesting. Yeah. So you're saying they reopened everything except for Fast and the Furious. Yeah. You know, I was that thinking ride is dumb. If you pay attention to that ride, it will be very easy, quick, and cheap for them to turn it into something else. It's basically a tunnel. Anything else, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Kong. It's the same ride system as Kong. It's called yeah, Minus animatronics, right? So, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah. I hope it's just not another tunnel video. ride. I really don't want that to be the new trend. They just but... don't have enough space in that location to do much of anything else. Yeah. Like, ride-wise. It's not very big. Turn that into a permanent Horror Nights Walk through. That would like be cool if you were like on a experience. bus ride through uh, Walking Dead or something. Like you were trying to get out of the yeah. city and monsters are attacked. Or classic, I don't know. There's a little bunch of any yeah. cool thing you could do where you're trying to get out of something and stuff's attacking the bus. It could be a Vin Diesel meet and greet. <laughs> <laughs> One can only hope. Maybe he can sing to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that pretty much covers my experience at the studio side we went over to islands of adventure grabbed lunch and um oh so here's where i'll point out because i mentioned the crowds were a little bit heavy because it was the weekend and all the locals coming in uh got on the hulk so here's why express pass is amazing Either buy yourself that Express Pass or make sure you're staying at one of the deluxe level hotels so that it's included in your stay. Because all of those locals that are coming in for the weekend, none of them are buying the Express Pass. Posted wait time on the Hulk was 90 minutes. I got in line, walked all the way to the load platform and got on the ride vehicle in the front row mm -hmm. of the car, rode the ride, got off, got right back in line, and again, walked all the way to the very front of the load. Had you ridden yeah, Hulk so. before? Yeah, I did yeah. last time. Uh, so, yeah, that was, I mean, it was incredible. And that was <laughs> the experience that we noticed 
pretty much every single attraction there. Is it's all, it's no pretty much school. always like that at Universal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I noticed that on our last trip that we spent a lot of times in the parks that with the Express Pass, we were walking directly on everything, Every, which is great. So, yeah, it's definitely, mm-hmm. definitely worth it. It's, and they have opened up a, a standby line for Hogwarts now or for Hagrid's now. So you don't have to have a virtual line, mm-hmm. which was yes. nice. But no Express yeah. Pass still. No Express Pass still. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. All the other That's... Harry Potter rides have Express Pass now. Usually it's a year to year and a half after the ride opens before they do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, and those are, or in the case of the Fast and Furious, 20 minutes. <laughs> that Express Please Pass ride this they, ride. Please, please ride it. <laughs> they gave you, you $4 to ride it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was, and that was kind of the highlights of Islands of Adventure. Like I said, I did Hagrid's earlier in the morning. Um, we, uh, did a little bit of shopping, walked around and saw the, uh, saw the churro stand over in Jurassic Park. (laughs) Yes. It looked real nice behind those, uh, construction walls. Um, That big, that big arch is no joke. That thing is, that looks. It's going to be quite the loop. It's going to be good. Yeah, that looks pretty awesome. Um, Hogwarts Express in these uh, special times was was mm-hmm. kind of nice being guaranteed your, your own, own cabin. private cabin on the ride. Hey, back there. to Velocicoaster for a second. Do we know um, what the ride vehicle is like on that? Is it hanging from the track or it's on top of the track? Si- it sits on, on the track. track. Yeah. yeah, it looks basically yeah. kind of standard roller coaster, sort style. of like Hulk. Yeah, it looks a lot okay. like that. They've they've yes. only sent it through wrapped in plastic, but the shape is basically the same as mm. Hulk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of those more open kind of things, not like a closed in car. Yeah, I think. Um, kind of, yeah, kind of like Hogwarts Express style, style, where it's really yeah. open with the lap thing. Yeah. Mm. Oh, and speaking again of the Hulk, and they warned us ahead of time on the Hogwarts Express. It didn't happen there, but uh, I saw it happen. More than once where they really are serious about the masks. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. you try pulling that mask down, they will stop that ride on you. Yeah. Uh, they stopped E.T. in the middle of the ride twice because people were taking their masks camera, off. Someone taking their masks off. Yeah, they tell you and... that on Hogwarts Express as they're closing your cabin. Do not take your mask off. When yep. you're in here. And then they came over the yeah. speaker and said something about it. They interrupted mm-hmm. the little hallway show and said, yeah, and it, I... It was me. They were talking to you. <laughs> I will say that. That means that no, you, nobody's in there coughing and leaving particles to yeah. linger in the air. Yeah. I'm not so much worried about surfaces, but you don't, that's a really enclosed small mm-hmm. space that if somebody lets off a sneeze or something and there's something hanging in the air when you go in, then gross. Yeah. Yeah, yuck. Yep. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of my highlights. Did you guys have anything else that were highlights or that you wanted to talk about from uh, this past trip? No. No, I think that they're just <laughs> still really doing a great, great job of of um, yeah. making it safe for people to visit right now. Yeah. Let, I, you know, so. yeah, this is, it's not going away. Life has to go on and they're Disney and Universal are both doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Superstar Shuttle, there was, well, I was so early going home that there wouldn't have been hardly anybody on it anyway but you know there was i think one other person are they assigning seats ride. the way that magical express is 
Uh, no, they did not. He, the guy just. What's the vehicle for that? It's a short, short bus. bus. Yeah. So, um, I just went all the way to the back and the other person sat all the way in the front and we were good. So, so that was good. So, uh, and yeah, they have you good. keep your mask on. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So it was, it was a good experience all around. I felt safe. I felt, you know, it was just as much fun as it was before these special times, mm-hmm. it, the, the masks and the sanitize, sanitizer and all that stuff. It doesn't. Hey, some of that sanitizing stuff, you know, would be great to keep around. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. I bet they will. Mm-hmm. Yes. I sure hope so. I have no issues with it. I have every bit is just as much fun. The only issue I have, and I'm sure Dan runs into too, is the glasses fogging thing. But yep. yes. yeah. that's it. The, yeah, the, the that masks was, are no big tough. deal. I have found a yeah, but, special wipe you can buy that fixes mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've bought quite a few of those from Amazon. Oh, did they disappear? <laughs> they keep Sometimes. disappearing. I don't know why. It's weird. Just I have so several weird. of them here. Huh. <laughs> weird. That's weird. Yeah, it's like I'm wearing huh. glasses and you're wearing contacts. Well, I wear sunglasses. Steal your wipe. (laughs) (laughs) They make their way into my man purse. (laughs) And never return. Never to return. Conveniently. Well, thanks for hanging out with us again this week. You're welcome. If you're excited to check out everything Universal Orlando Resort has to offer or explore anywhere else around the world, Key to the World Travel has a Grumman G21A Goose flying boat powered by twin 450 horsepower Pratt & Whitney Wasp Jr. SB engines full of expert travel planners ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with the no obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the theme park professor for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is still the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globetrotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all of the latest updates at www.goldkeyadventures.com. We can't wait to hang out with you again next week. See you real soon. Catch you later. Goodbye, everybody. You There's currently no can't eat it flows, but hopefully very soon we will all be able to make the choice to not, not eat it flows. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> to ask Fingers a question crossed. or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the gold key adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song, Hoka Hey, for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventures Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure. I got painters right outside this door, so. It's fine. We'll make it work or not, whatever. <laughs> Let's be honest, we've sounded worse. So. <laughs> That's another gold key uh, slogan. We'll make it work or not. <laughs>
<laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> we'll try our mist. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the shirt for the week.